Hey, welcome. This is the Gentle Rebel Podcast, where we talk about navigating life's harsher edges with a spirit of compassionate creativity. I'm Andy Mort, I'm a songwriter and creativity coach, and I love exploring the power that gentleness can have in changing our world from the inside out. And I want to open up one of the core ideas at the heart of this podcast uh, in today's episode, which is this idea, this word gentleness, um, and this sense that gentleness is always an option. I absolutely love uh, diving into this topic. I could talk about it all day. And as we begin this new season here, I want to dig some foundations um, for us to begin building on um, into the future. I realized that I've never really looked at um, gentleness directly as a concept in, in any of the previous episodes. But whenever I've done kind of definition posts in the past, it's always focused on the kind of rebellion bit a little bit more than the gentleness bit. Um, and I only realized this as I was going back into the archives and listening to what I'd said before as I was preparing to put this um, put this show together. And it makes sense because I think I've only really recently come to see uh, gentleness as the word that actually underpins so much of um, what I do in, in my work, in my creativity, in l- so much of my life. Um, gentle is a word that has followed me around for as long as I can remember. You know, it's often been used to uh, describe me, um, and I've never really found uh, like a, a really solid, complete definition of it. Um, you know, it, it's come with uh, words like kind, um, unassuming, caring, welcoming, those kinds of things. I remember, you know, teachers uh, describing me as gentle and, and always thinking, that's that sounds lovely and everything, but what does it mean? What does gentleness uh, mean in the context of of me in the context of anything really. And I don't think we're going to come up with a satisfactory, um, complete definition for it um, in today's episode either, because I don't think we can. Uh, but I hope that we can um, kind of leave with a general sense of, of what gentleness um, feels like, looks like, why it matters, and how we might begin to um, kind of build a relationship with it and nurture more of it in and around our lives. I can't really shake off my obsession with the word because I think it holds so many clues to what can make life beautiful and meaningful. It underpins creativity, love, compassion, joy, play. It makes us sit up and pay attention when it infects and turns the tide on violence. It's both soft and firm. It's universal and particular. And it's not the preserve of any one type of person or community of people. It's a, a mystery that is both knowable and also unknowable at the same time. Because it's so difficult to truly define, I like to think of gentleness as a force of the in-between. It's the kind of gluiness that is evident by its effect, but substantially it's invisible and uncontainable. It's the safety that you might feel in the presence of someone where nothing is said. It's the acceptance you might experience through the quiet presence within a place or within the presence of another person. It's the sense that it's okay to be who you are, where you are, as you are. As we start, it might be useful to kind of get clear on what gentleness isn't. I don't think it's it's not passive. It's not naive. It's not being a doormat, ignoring reality, unambitious, lazy, or kind of giving a free ride to abuse or violence or power. And gentleness can be difficult to spot in the world around us, especially if we do think of it 
in those terms, if we think, well, that's the, the option of gentleness is is just being passive, it's being naive, it's being, you know, letting things slide and that kind of thing. And when we build our picture of things based on the flows of information that reach us through things like social media and the news, you know, so much of this flow is like a clattering shallow river designed to instill reactive emotions and to pull us away from the depths of our own gentle core. But gentleness is always bubbling beneath the surface. And because it's uncontainable, it always finds little ways to pop through the cracks in everything. It's the ray of light, the look of compassion, the uncontrollable giggle that can't be stopped. It's the spark that reminds us that we are alive in this tiny part of the universe, in this teeny moment of time. Gentleness is where strength is born, where resilience is nurtured, and from which our life makes sense as part of something bigger than ourselves. It's that glueiness that brings us together, like rubber rings softly bobbing along together down a deep river on a calm summer breeze. When I started using the term gentle rebel, it was a a way of describing some of the common characteristics that I noticed in a lot of uh, the introverted and sensitive creative people that I uh, was was speaking with and working with. You know, gentle felt like a, a good way to bring together and describe the quieter, introspective disposition that I kept coming across in other people and, and carry within myself as well. And rebellion was the result of going against the grain of the cultural pressures, assumptions and expectations that, you know, might in- encourage us to bend ourselves out of shape in order to conform to um, the things we're supposed to like, desire and do in order to kind of fit into the more extrovert mould. And so gentle rebellion is the natural result of choosing to move to the beat of our own inner drum, our natural pacing and rhythms as introverted or highly sensitive people in a loud, fast-paced, urgent world. And that's been a great way to conceptualise gentle rebellion. It's, it's kind of been a really helpful way to, to think about it. And it's brought me to this place uh, where we are, where we are now. And I, I'm kind of recognising, actually, there's a, a, been a shift within me that is pulling me towards the gentleness part now and to see that gentleness is rebellion. Um, and it might not sound like a big shift, but it's, it's an interesting, like just subtle, um, I don't know, focus move for me. The modern world often squeezes out the space for gentleness. It's brittle and unyielding encouraging us to hold ourselves to impossible standards, to be cruel and dehumanising towards other people who we deem to be different to us, and to adopt a cynical attitude towards the possibility of change. Gentleness goes against the grain of so many of these kind of collective norms and mindsets and habits that we just seem to pick up and adopt without necessarily thinking about it. Gentleness is rebellion. We can think of maybe three strands to this gentleness that all circle and weave around one another. There's gentleness in self, gentleness in communion with others, and gentleness in our relationship with the world, with the future, with the things that we find meaningful and choose to do. These all dance with and infect one another. We become ungentle with others if we can't be gentle with ourselves. We become ungentle with ourselves when we experience the world as ungentle. 
and we become un- ungentle with the world when we can't see the beauty because all we see is the violence that seems to just be constantly inflicting between people on us. We can't truly define gentleness, but we can hold it as a question, a question that speaks into the whole of our lives and infuses the whole of humanity question that encourages us to pause and remember that gentleness is always an option. And if gentleness is always an option, how do we hold ourselves, others and the world within the body of gentleness? When we're overexposed to ungentleness, we can easily start inadvertently contributing to more of that ungentleness. This ungentleness might stem from a story that we maybe tell ourselves about ourselves, which could be based on a message that we had sort of reinforced growing up that now kind of encourages us to beat ourselves up to hold ourselves to a standard that is impossible to maintain and this might then get projected outwards onto others holding them to impossible standards or we might be on the receiving end of somebody else doing that who projects their own impossible standards onto us or they uh, criticize us or uh, project judgments onto us You know, we might see things out there in the world, the cruelty, the violence, and process that by maybe beating ourselves up in different ways or turning that energy outwards into destructive patterns, maybe focusing on particular people or groups of people um, and pinpointing that energy, channeling it into that, into passing that that cruelty, that ungentleness um, on to that. It's so easy to get caught up in cycles of ungentleness and cruelty. But these just end up reinforcing a kind of particular reality that we might be afraid is true. And actually it's some kind of self-generating truth that becomes true because we subscribe to the logic of it. And it's only when we stop and remember that gentleness is always an option that we stand any chance of putting a full stop on those spirals of violence, those spirals of cruelty. Gentleness is a firm no, it's a deep no, it's a creative no, a compassionate no, it's a resonant and an assertive no, a no to the invitation to keep that cycle going. A while back I uh, asked people, you know, what gentleness meant to them? You know, what, what do you associate with the word gentleness when you hear that? There's a whole load of different responses, caring, kind, intentional softness, firmness, accepting, holding to account, trustworthy, warmth, patience, slow, absorbing, engulfing, enriching, unconditional, safe, humility, nurturing, without deliberate harm, mindful, integrity, honesty, grit, Respect, backbone, will, a firm back and a soft front, patience, home, responsibility, open, accepting of mistakes, wholehearted, encouraging and padded. I mean, this is such a beautiful list and I think it encompasses perfectly what I described earlier as that kind of the in-betweenness of gentleness, the fact that it's all of these things. Some of them seem on the surface fairly contradictory, but they all make complete sense. 
gentleness shows up in different ways at different times and it comes through different people in different ways as well. I mean, isn't that interesting? It's softness and it's firmness. It's holding to account while being warm and accepting of mistakes. It has a firm back with a soft front. I love that one. That's from Tula. It's safe and gritty. It's strong and humble. I asked this question as well uh, in the Haven um, community and received this beautiful response to the question of what you think of when you think of gentleness. Um, And one of the members said, when I think of gentleness, I think of the ocean. It's incredibly graceful and gentle and also incredibly powerful. When the waves are calmly washing ashore, we are witnessing erosion in action. I think that sums up this this kind of seemingly contradictory nature of gentleness, but this power and softness. And I love the image of water to illustrate gentleness as well. Again, it's got qualities beyond what is clear to the eye. You know, I like thinking of gentleness as a deep lake. It's the graceful depth that holds all this great potential force and power, but which also kind of cushions with stillness anything that rests within it. And the quiet and consistent lapping of those waves on the shore over time. The picture of these calm waves eroding things. It's a beautiful reminder that the small consistent things we do add up. They make a difference even if we can't see it actively happening. And gentleness is about holding firm to the things we know are right. And even when it feels like nothing is changing or even sort of going backwards and not making any difference whatsoever to trust in the in-between, to know that we don't have to see an effect for an effect to be taking place. Gentleness is rebellion. In a world where we need to see instant results and feel like we're making progress right now and we move from one thing to another based on the fact that this feels difficult, it feels like I'm going backwards, I better do something else, this isn't working. Gentleness is rebellion, surrendering to slowness, to stillness, to trust that we're in the right place. That is an act of rebellion. And we can kind of move into these positions by creating conditions for gentleness, by reminding ourselves of answers to some questions such as, you know, what sort of world do I want to be part of creating? And how are my actions helping or hindering that world from becoming you know these are questions that help us to pause and to step into our place in that bigger picture it might not feel like what we do matters and i think this is actually a big part of why we act with uh, ungentleness and cruelty um, at times because you know we might feel uh, lonely disconnected and dismissed by other people especially when we're talking about the context of sort of power um, and the the kind of authorities around us I feel like we're not seen, we're not heard. This is why compassion and gentleness are close siblings. You know, when one of those is missing, the other is really difficult to nurture. I think there may be impossible to have one without the other. You know, when compassion goes missing, we lose our place in the story. We check out. We kind of forget that we are part of creating this world. What we do, what we say, what we value and so on is always creating the world that we have to be part of. We can lose touch with that because it feels like actually nothing that I do feels significant at all. And so these questions help us to just pause and think about our place in that picture. 
to come back to a place of actually this starts really really small you know i might not f- feel like i can make any difference at a grand scale in the in the big picture of you know the sort of global picture or even the national picture but i'm creating a world at a micro level with the people around me when we choose gentleness we're rebelling against the pressing violent envy driven win at all costs frantic hectic stress demanding anonymous manipulative rushing thoughtless quick tempered selfish uncompassionate landscape that many of the driving forces in society actually need us to fall for need us to buy into they need us to believe that we are alone disconnected insignificant but gentleness is always an option What sits between us and our gentleness? What makes it hard for you to be more gentle in your life? Have a think about that for a second. You know, what, like, where do you struggle to be gentle? Maybe there's a voice that sort of emerges through the surface that says, well, yeah, like, I want to be more gentle, but I just can't let go of the selfish actions of others. I can't let them slide. Those things don't deserve my gentleness or it could be that well the world just doesn't respond to gentleness if i want the world to change i've you know i've got to do something much firmer and harsher my gentleness actually gets me walked over all the time and people take advantage of it and as tula said gentleness is a firm back and a soft front you know neither of those blockers that i've just mentioned um and it's the same with with other things we might say they're not actually reflecting gentleness because gentleness isn't passive. It's not doormatty. It's not letting people do what they want. Gentleness is backbone. It's a refusal to indulge the cruel games played by those who need us to react to them in order to essentially have their violence validated. Gentleness is the surprising thing. It does the unexpected. It creates space for integrity, dignity and humanness. It asks the question of gentleness to the other person, to the situation. Gentleness is always an option. If we take it off the table, then we're contributing to the creation of that ungentle, cruel world. We easily become the thing we want to destroy. You know, we're all vulnerable to this, especially if we believe we're not. (laughs) That's the, the ultimate sort of vulnerable position. You know, if we lose sight of life's grey areas and conceptualise things in binary terms, which we often do, it's a nice simplistic way of understanding and and organising the way that we conceptualise the world. You know, we always think when we do that, that we're on the good side or that we have a morally superior position to others. And if we double down in that place, we're in grave danger of destroying the world. Because from here we can justify and validate our own move away from gentleness because we tell ourselves we're fighting the ungentle, insensitive, violent actions of others. But in so doing, we enter a closed system, system, a closed cycle, which is inescapable if we subscribe to its own logic and believe that we can destroy it by subscribing to that logic and behaving in the same way. So we're always creating the world. And the question we must ask is what sort of world are we creating through the words, the actions and the approaches that we are uh, subscribing to, promoting, encouraging? Are we aware and intentional? Or are we kind of being blown about by the winds of whatever it is that's on people's minds today? 
whatever it is that's trending today. I want to ask the question, what does gentleness cause? <laughs> might sound like a funny word to use, um, but it's an interesting thing to think about. Gentleness gives root to universal connection. That firm back of gentleness is underpinned by a relationship with core universal values. There's a strength there that plugs into everything. You know, if we subscribe to values such as um, peace, freedom, equality, human dignity, uh, truth, love, justice, uh, peace, nonviolence, you know, gentleness is, is the whole of that, you know, and these apply to everyone, to everything. Gentleness supports friend and foe alike when these values are at stake. It doesn't discriminate. It doesn't hoard. It sees people as people and it fights for people as people. Gentleness also causes, causes safety. Gentleness makes space for failure. It doesn't rush. It doesn't force things. It is, in essence, safety and belonging. Gentleness causes creativity. By putting a full stop on the cycles of violence, and by entering into the universal, gentleness is creativity and aliveness. It's playful, experimental and focused on the journey, not the outcome. Gentleness is rebellion. Rebellion is a question and questions are the source of creative spirit. Gentleness causes authentic culture. So it brings space to build a world from the most important values, the things that we decide matter to us. It grows out of slow and proactive planting of seeds rather than a chain of reactive events where solutions to immediate problems become future problems to solve down the line. Gentleness causes a more expansive, intentional and authentic expression of what it means to be human. So let's attempt to, uh, and I'm making no promises here that this will work, but uh, let's attempt to get a bit more practical with some of this stuff and think about how we can maybe put a full stop on some of those cycles of violence um, that we might inadvertently wander into uh, without kind of being aware of it. You know, what are some of the characteristics of gentleness that we can explore and experiment with in order to invite it into those three strands that we mentioned? You know, how we hold ourselves, how we hold others, how we hold uh, our place in the world and the world at large. Because it, it's an issue of holding. You know, gentleness feels closely linked to this image of, of carrying, of engagement, of touch. Not necessarily physical touch, though you can probably picture what that gentle touch feels or looks like. But certainly touch in the way that we hold on to different parts of, of life. You can hold something very ungently, too tightly, too possessively, too personally, uncompassionately. And you can hold something gently in a way that supports and nurtures and allows it to be what it is. So what's the difference? When we're held ungently, what do we do? We recoil, we lash out, we fight back. If you've ever picked up an animal, you probably know what happens if you squeeze too tightly. Um, and on the flip side, when we are held gently, what do we do? We relax, we feel safe, we let go of needing to prove anything or to fight. We stop feeling tense, we stop feeling worked up. 
We must become one with the thing that is holding us. So we can open our eyes to the way that we hold things in and around our lives. We can observe the impact of that stuff as well. When we see people lashing out and fighting and struggling and being abusive or violent, rather than sort of writing them off and, and calling them a violent person, to ponder the fact that you know something may be squeezing them, something must be squeezing them in some way really tightly. It might be experiences from early on in their life. It might be something going on right now. It might be pressures they're under. It might be expectations that they just cannot meet. The story that they're telling themselves about what they should be, who they should be. And this is not obviously to condone or justify violent actions, but it's to see them in the context of gentleness, through the lens of gentleness, of how we hold ourselves, one another and the world around us. How are we feeling and engaging right now? Are we tense? Are we ready to run? Closed fisted? ready to fight, wanting to wriggle out and leg it? Is there something or someone that we're trying to hold on to too tightly ourselves? Does it feel like it's trying to get away? Maybe it's an idea or a hope or a desire. We're stressed and tense because we're gripping so hard, so tightly to it. We're holding on for dear life. We're exhausted, unable to relax because we fear what might happen if we let go even though actually the pain of holding on is far worse for us than the pain of letting go. Gentleness is always an option. So let's go through a few characteristics of gentleness and think about these things through those three strands, you know, how we hold ourselves, how we hold others and how we hold the world and the future and also our perception of how these things might be holding us as well. This uh, should hopefully maybe sort of stir some seeds, like plant some seeds or stir some stuff um, that give us some footholds for potential change um, as a result of thinking about this kind of stuff. Gentleness is compassion. So compassion means to suffer together. It's deep, deeper than empathy because it sees the other person as them in their subjective humanness rather than sort of saying, okay, let's look at the world, look, look at the world through their eyes or from their perspective. You know, empathy is about seeing things through that person's lens or standing in their shoes. But compassion is about being with the person, seeing them through your eyes, standing next to them in your shoes and making the space to, to truly hear them, to truly see them truly feel their pain, understand their pain, not assuming you know how it would feel to them if you were in their shoes, because, I mean, that would be you feeling what you'd feel by projecting what it would be like to be in their shoes. But gentleness within ourselves is underpinned by self-compassion as well. And this is to be with, to suffer with ourselves, which might sound a bit strange, uh, but it can be done like it might mean kind of going back to painful moments in our past those those times where you maybe felt lonely you felt like you didn't know what was going on it's about going back to those and putting the metaphorical arm around that past version of ourselves and just saying i'm sorry i see you gentleness is presence it doesn't try to fix or reassure it just allows space to Acknowledge what is, to acknowledge the pain, 
and to sit in that with another. Gentleness knows how to be still, to be silent, to just be alongside another. It doesn't belittle or diminish or kind of one-up the pain of the other. It doesn't dismiss it as less than something else. It doesn't seek to awkwardly fill the silence with uh, solutions or actions or activity. Gentleness is a pause. It's eye contact, a gaze that says, I know. Gentleness is rhythm. It can't be rushed. It's the waves lapping at the shore. It continues over time, committed to its cause, trusting in the process with an approach of sustainability over urgency, abundance over scarcity, love over fear. It keeps showing up even when it feels like nothing is happening, even when everything around it is trying to distract, disrupt, discredit. Gentleness is rooted into something more meaningful, something far deeper. A pulse, a rhythm, an oscillation, waves lapping in the right direction. They wrap around the landscape and gradually they change it. Slowly, one breath at a time. Gentleness is joy. Gentleness doesn't demand a purpose for everything, but it finds purpose in anything. And that's where the joy resides. Like gentleness, joy is found in the gluey in-betweenness of life. It's where we connect with one another at times of heartbreak and grief. It's the laugh that you just can't suppress. It's felt in the longing to return to a place in the past. It's creative flow, dedication, the outpouring of ourselves and our energy into meaningful endeavours. It's the yearning for lost objects, lost people and future events. Joy is stopping to taste, to smell to feel, to see, to hear the world around you, to acknowledge your aliveness. Gentleness is creation. Gentleness is appreciation. Gentleness is surprise. It's allowing room to change your mind and see the world in a completely different way. Gentleness is big enough to hold all of us, both all of who we are and all of us together. When I think of people who exude gentleness, they are authentic in the sense that they are accepting of who they know themselves to be. They allow themselves to feel what they feel and they don't seem afraid of their shadow parts. In fact, it's usually their integration that gives them this gentle spirit. You know, there's no sense of this violent fight going on within, this attempt to suppress these things that... They don't want people seeing. Self-acceptance gives rise to an ability to accept others and to be able to accept people in their humanness without confusing it with accepting the harmful actions of others as well. Gentleness makes room for every single one of us. It says, you're enough. You're okay. You don't need to prove your worth. Gentleness recognises that so much of the violence that takes over the human spirit seems to stem from a belief in conditional belonging. That story that tells us you're okay if you do certain things, if you act in this particular way, or if you show the world that you want to fit into, that you're the right kind of person. Prove your worth and you will belong. 
That's not gentleness. Gentleness is awareness. Sonder is an expression of gentleness. It's a word from uh, the Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows. It's something I talked with Chris Brock about um, a little while ago when I had a conversation with him for the podcast. It puts a name to the realisation that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as our own. Everyone has a subjective experience of the world populated with their own ambitions, friends, routines, worries and inherited quirks. Unique memories, experiences and traumas which write an epic story that continues invisibly around you like an anthill sprawling deep underground with elaborate passageways to thousands of other lives that we will never know existed in which we might appear only once as an extra sipping coffee in the background as a blur of traffic passing on the highway as a lighted window at dusk. I really love this image. It's something I often get caught in is thinking about the subjective um the, the subjective experience that everybody is having in life and the fact that everybody like you know my experience of what it means to be me is being experienced by everybody or the equivalent version is experienced by everybody i, I just find that a mind-blowing thing when you think about all of that you know everything that comes with my own life in my own mind in my own body that's you know repeated seven odd billion times just right now. Um, it's a beautiful thing to ponder. And so gentleness is connected to the collective aspect of sonder. It's not a passive observ- observance of the subjectivity of others, but it's a, a feeling of integration within that. It's the radical non-judgment that comes from this awareness. It doesn't simply just say like, uh, I, I don't judge you for you know whatever choices you want to make or whatever life you want to live, as long as it does no harm to others, do whatever you want. Actually, it partners with this collective subjectivity, partners with with other people through compassionate gentleness. It's aware of the disconnects, the loneliness, the sense of lostness that other people might have who are searching for a sense of belonging. If we're all searching for that, like trying to, you know, fulfill that desire to fit in. Radical, universal and unconditional acceptance of ourselves and of others isn't simply saying, you know, you do you, you do do whatever you want. It's saying, I see you, not as a label or an identity or a role. It's, I see the you-ness inside you. Gentleness is the awareness that so often all that's needed to change the world in tiny ways is that, to actually see to actually acknowledge, to connect with the selfness in another person. And then gentleness is playful. So I think gentleness and play are very close buddies. Gentleness gives rise to play because it infuses life with those things that we talked about, the acceptance, the joy, the compassion, the creativity, the safety. I think play is a fundamental life force which is sucked away by violence. Play is linked and expressed by our inner child, the spirit of curiosity, timelessness and wonder. You know, when I think again about people who I associate with gentleness, a spirit of playfulness is always near. It's a kind of lightness of spirit, the speed with which their face can transform into a warm smile or a laugh. Playfulness is accommodating, it's inviting, 
It's expansive. Gentle playfulness is a, an unforced invitation to, to dance together in the joy of this moment. Gentleness prompts unexpected decisions to swallow pride and take a risk. It lets go of what we fear other people might be thinking of us, what they might be judging us for. It actually probably connects more closely with what people will actually think, which is, wow, like, I wish I was free to play like that. So to recap, there is gentleness is compassion. Gentleness is rhythm. Gentleness is joyful. Gentleness can hold all of us. Gentleness is awareness and gentleness is play. I mean, we're just scratching the surface here. I could, as I say, go on about this uh, all day. My obsession with gentleness is, you know, I don't know, leads to all sorts of um, weird rabbit holes, but it's impossible to articulate as well. Um, But I think this will do us for now. It's got given us some foundations that we can use as we move into a season uh, exploring gentleness as rebellion in different ways. Gentleness looks different for everyone and in different situations, and it calls us to different things. It's dynamic and expansive, and it doesn't let us rest on our laurels. You know, if we're gentle today, that doesn't guarantee gentleness tomorrow. It can't be commodified and sold without sucking all of its essence out of it either. It's something we're forever learning from and exploring. It's something we dance with, we practice, we muddle through. It's a question that underpins our life. And while we may encounter little answers to it along the way, gentleness will always be there to pose another question. Every encounter, every response, every situation, gentleness has a question to ask of us. So, yeah, how some practical takeaways from this one. Um, if you're the kind of person that likes to um, apply things from the stuff that you listen to, I don't know, uh, like role models, probably a, a good one. Uh, so when you think of gentleness in human form, um, who comes to mind and what is it about them uh, that makes them gentle as, as you see it? What about them would you like more of in your own spirit of being? And how could you nurture some of that into your life. Just spend some time reflecting on this, maybe in writing or in conversation or just kind of allow it to um, to kind of come up in your mind as you go about your week. Um, also, we can go to those two questions that we talked about earlier. You know, what sort of world do I want to be part of creating and how are my actions helping or hindering that world from being? So this gives us a, a foothold into our own relationship with gentleness in the context of our actions, in the context of the way that we're showing up in the world? Are we demanding um, at some level that the world becomes gentle without us playing a part in that? And what part are we playing? What sort of world do we want to create? And I'd encourage you to uh, maybe observe yourself this week, to be mindful and aware of times you're tempted to react ungently to things. Reflect on, okay, what are the gentle options here? What could I do instead that would bring more gentleness into this situation? There's always more than one option. Um, And notice how you're feeling in that moment. You know, what is holding you so tightly that you want to lash out or wriggle free or fight back? What What is it that's got a grip of you? What is squeezing you too tightly? Identify uh, potential things that are holding on to you. 
What could you do to gently remove, remove yourself from that thing's grasp? Does that thing really have a hold of you? Or is it just a perception? Obviously, we're exploring this at quite a surface level in some ways. And it's, it's always easier to talk about than actually put into practice. Um, for most of us as well, you know, being gentle with ourselves doesn't just happen uh, overnight. Obviously, and I've said it's like this ongoing thing. And it can be really, uh, really difficult to identify um, some of our blind spots and the biggest obstacles that we, we face individually around this stuff. Um, we carry well-worn scripts with us, all of us do, uh, that tell us um, stories about ourselves, uh, kind of give us a message about other people and our, con- our place within the context of relationships and stuff, um, and messages about the world as well. So our beliefs about things are, are deep and often impossible to recognize as anything except facts, um, unless we're very self-aware. Um, so if you feel like, you know, I've got no, no idea where to start with this stuff, I've got like an instinctive sense that this, this feels important. Gentleness feels like a part of my story. Um, I would recommend just explore some professional therapeutic ang- uh, like avenues. Um, there's, there's loads of really helpful stuff or helpful ways you can go and just getting um, that kind of professional support that outside perspective can really help just begin to unlock things uh, maybe with the right questions and helping you focus on things that you might not have thought about things that don't occur to you um, especially when you're on your own <laughs> there's stuff that maybe unconsciously we try to avoid um, looking at um, but with professional help they can sort of guide you through that stuff in really effective ways um, and this is something I really love working with people around as well in my uh, own coaching practice. Um, so, yeah, I mean, feel free to get in touch if any of this has resonated with you and uh, you maybe fancy exploring the possibilities for nurturing gentleness in your life. Um, you can send me a message through the website, uh, andymort.com or email me, andy at andymort.com. Um, and yeah, it's just great to to hear from you and hear your response to what we've been um, kind of looking at in today's episode. So gentleness holds, absorbs and softens the harsh edges of life, bringing more beauty, margin and definition through and into those in-between places. It helps us create meaningful boundaries and compassionate relationships with ourselves, with other people and the possibilities for our short and strange time together in this life that we get to live. Gentleness is everything. Gentle is rebellion. And it starts with us right now because gentleness is always an option. Have a great week. Speak to you soon. Bye-bye.